Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Second hour of Fantasy Sports today. We've got former big league pitcher Brad Ziegler in the house. We are one week away from the baseball trade deadline. It's time to put up or shut up with your fantasy baseball teams. Of course, training camp's opening in the NFL. We'll mix in some fantasy football as well. Fantasy Sports today, hour number two, starts now. I'd like to talk a little bit about sports. Fantasy Sports today. Fantasy Sports Today, hour number two. Craig Bish here on the show. We got Sean producing, and our good friend is back with us here for another day. Of course, uh, former big league pitcher Brad Ziegler, who's going to weigh in on some fantasy, some reality. And Brad, thanks for coming on the show once again today. Man, it feels like yesterday that it was last year at this time. And uh, I know that you weren't really super engaged in it, but man, it was it was this time last year where you were starting to wonder where you would end up. You had that great run in June and into July, and then you did end up getting traded to the Diamondbacks. So I can only imagine you know exactly what's going through the mind of a lot of these players right now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you start seeing rumors on Twitter, and um, you know, last year I had a ninety nine point nine percent idea that I was getting traded. So it was. Um, you know, it was pretty easy for me to, you know, we went on a road trip and I just packed everything on a, on the road trip and took it with me. Uh, just knowing that, you know, before, before that trip was over, I was going to be somewhere else. Um, but, but it's, that, that was the first time I was ever in that position where I knew like within a certain time frame I was going to get dealt. And every other year it was just constant wondering because my name was always in, in rumors. And that was, that's part of being a, a relief pitcher in baseball. And, um, it, it, you know, it, there's a lot to, to, that weighs on you a little bit, especially when you've got a family. And I think that's kind of where we'll take this today. And and we're going to talk about some potential buyers and sellers in fantasy. But first and foremost, let's help people with with people who own their players on some of their fantasy teams before we get into that. Um, I want to start off with an interesting player because I know that the Mets tried to make this huge splash, Brad, going into the season by acquiring Robinson Cano. And for the most part, he's been a fantasy disappointment. Most people thought he'd be better in New York than he was with Seattle. But now, all of a sudden, it seems that he's woken up. Is it time to buy Cano right now? Or do you think he's just simply on a heater right now? What do you think? No, I, I think he's on a heater. And this is, if you own him, this to me is the time to sell. Because I don't, I you know, what, what we saw in the first half of the season to me is probably what you're going to get. I think the second half, he, you know, he's obviously seeing the ball well right now. At some point, it, he's going to cool off, and and you don't want to have him in your lineup whenever that happens because he's not going to hit, you know, the the 342 that he's hitting in the second half so far. He's not going to hit that the rest of the year. He hit 240 in the first half. He's already got more homers uh, thanks to last night uh, than he had in the whole first half. So I I think you know you you've already got the best of him in the last couple weeks. I I get rid of him as fast as I can. All right, well, uh, there you go from Brad Ziegler. Uh, sell on Robinson Cano. Uh, Mike Trout, Brad, another home run last night. It's really amazing. Buy, buy Mike Trout. 
<laughs> Christian Yelich, Cody Pelletier. Thanks for that in, in, insightful yeah. view. Uh, Solid Bellinger, advice. Yeah, there you go. Bell, uh, bye, Ezekiel Elliott. Thank you. Um, uh, Christian Yelich, Cody Bellinger. Uh, these, these guys get so much attention. I, I don't get it. Like, uh, is Trout the best player, Brad, that you've ever been on the field with? And if not, uh, who? And also, I want to follow up by that. Do you ever think that there is a time where Trout will be as popular, more popular? I mean, Odell Beckham is a great player, but he's not in the category of, like, best player in the league like Trout is. Russell Westbrook in the NBA is a very good player, one of the best players, but he's not the best player. But yet those guys get so much more attention in the world of sports than Trout does. It just drives me crazy. Yeah, some of that is just personality, and and you know in today's culture, flamboyant, you know, outspoken personalities get a lot of attention, and and that's not Mike Trout. He just kind of goes about his business, like keeps quiet. You know, he, he'll talk to the media, you know, on a on a, but but not in a a, a demonstrative uh, way in any way. So. Um, you know, he just goes out and plays and he loves the game and you can see it in his, in the joy that he has on his face when he's playing. Um, you asked if he's the best player I've ever been on the field with. I would say in, in his prime. Yes, he, he is because I got to be on the field with him in his prime. Um, guys that I think may, you know, a, a little before my time, but I got to be on the field at, at least with Albert Pujols. Um, and, and to me, King Griffey Jr. is one of the top five players in the history of the game. And, um, you know, I, I got to play against him literally the last two or three years of his career. Um, where he wasn't, you know, a top five player then, but you look at the numbers that he put up over his career and and know that he lost a couple of years in his prime to injury, and um, I, that's a guy that I, I always will say that's the best player that I played against. But I, in his prime, I mean, Trout is unbelievable, and it's so fun to watch because he's he's like you said, he's getting zero attention and he doesn't care. Like he's not a guy who's out trying to seek attention. He, you know, and you know, Bellinger's having a great year. He's in it, but he's in a huge market and playing in front of fifty thousand people a night. Yelich already won the MVP and and had you know a crazy first half and and so he got a lot of attention there. He started to cool off, you know, a little bit since then. And Trout's just heating up. Like the last last month or so, he's been playing at at, at the as good as he's ever played at any point in his career. And um, you know, it's it's fun to watch. I love watching it from a distance, and I love the way he goes about his business. And I, and I just look. I, I really want to see this guy uh, up there, more popular, most popular. But I totally get it. This is kind of where he wants to be for sure. All right, one more quick topic here before we break, and then we'll get into some more of the topics around baseball. Yulieski Gurriel, Brad, he's having a career season inside the park home run last night, 15 home runs in his last 30 games, 35 years old. Uh, but April and May, he did nothing. He was losing time to Tyler White. They cut White. He's playing great. Any explanation for this? And, and how can guys over 32, 33 years old come into their career seasons like Gurriel is doing? Yeah, I mean, in you know, in in a sense, he's he was such a late rookie. I mean, he was 32 when he broke in, and he only played a little over a month that first year. Um, so it's really his third year in the big leagues, and it's a big adjustment. It doesn't matter what levels you played at before. Like when you get to the big leagues, it's a big adjustment. And at that point, he he, you know, all his other numbers except for his slugging percentage and, and home runs are basically where he's been at the last two years. I mean, he's hitting 294 the last two years, 291, 299. He's hitting 320 or on base is 328 um, last two years, 323, 332. He's right in line there, but he's just got more power this year. And I think he, you know, the, they probably worked with him on launch angle and backspin in the ball and, and stuff that, that you a lot of times don't really learn until you get to the big leagues. And, um, you know, he's he is definitely, uh, you know, starting to figure it out. And, and it's fun to watch because the, the Astros are such an exciting team. And then when you're getting this kind of production out of him, it just makes them that much better. 
Yep, no doubt. Good insight from Brad Ziegler. We'll have some more from him coming up next as we dive into should teams buy or sell at the trade deadline. Brad Ziegler, Craig Mish, we're back on FST after this. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repair need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow the number 100.com DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round. We never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish, along with Brad Ziegler. Sean producing the show. We are uh, riding here on the 24th of July. we got live action coming up. Uh, I'm going to update that for you guys here in just a minute. We'll also hit on some fantasy football coming up. Brad's very heavy into that, hosting over at The Athletic, doing podcasts for them. Uh, before we get to some football, this, this is probably our final word, Brad, on the uh, the Major League Baseball trade deadline. We we touched on this over the last week or two, 
And to say that this is fluid would be an understatement. The Giants were sellers. Now, uh, are they buyers? Are they are they stand pats? The Cardinals, oh, they're done. They lost Ozuna. They lost Carpenter. They're done. No, no. They lost Hicks. No, they're fine. So, I mean, this could even change in a week from now. But I guess let's give people the latest update. And we'll start with the San Francisco Giants, Brad. Uh, what do the Giants do here? They're a couple of games over. They're clearly playing for a wild card. But then the emotions get involved here. It's the last season for Bruce Bochy. There's some folks who feel like he's done the best job he's ever done with this team. That's hard to believe. They won a couple of World Series. But buy or sell, San Francisco Giants, what do you do if you're them, Brad? Uh, I, I'm buyer. I, I feel like you owe it to Boach um, to to do this. It's similar to me to what the Royals did a couple years ago when they had that that core of their team, Lorenzo Cain and Eric Hosmer, and those guys were all in contract years, and they decided to go out and and buy, and it didn't work out for them. But they gave those guys one more shot because this is, has been a a cornerstone of their franchise, and it went over really well with the fan base. Even though everybody understood, it would set them back in their rebuild because they would not get the the return on these guys they wanted. Um, you know, or that, that they could have got had they trade him. Um, that being said, I think you do the same thing in San Francisco. I, you owe it to Boach he, with the job he's done this year with this team and all the veteran players on this team. You go make a run for it and 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 see if you can. I mean, they're two games back in the in the last wild card spot right now. There's no reason why you can't overcome that. And and they're playing so well right now. I mean, they're nine and one in their last ten. They're you know just on an unbelievable streak. Um, I I I go with the magic that that is there, and I I go and help this team out. All right, so Brad has the Giants as as uh, buyers. I would think that they at very least would stand pat. I cannot see them play uh, trading players, but we'll see. Uh, okay, well, the Rockies are, are now behind the Giants, Brad, ironically. I, I thought the Rockies had a chance to win this division. They, to me, have been one of the more disappointing teams. Their reinforcements that they were counting on, Garrett Hampson, eh, he's been all right. Brendan Rodgers came up. He's now out for the year. Freeland went completely the other way. He was their ace last year. And uh, and and clearly at this point, I mean, it's safe to say that they're going to need a big run here in the next seven days. But what do you think the Rockies do? And, and would they sell actually sell players, Brad, like Blackman and Desmond and some others? Uh, I, you know, depending on the player, Desmond, you know, I, I could definitely see Desmond be going, but I, I think you have to sell if you're Colorado. They're three and 14 in their last 17 games. They're, they are not trending in the right direction. They're, yeah, they're only six games back in the wild card, but they've got to get over five teams to do that. And these are five teams who are all probably going to be adding at the deadline. So they're, they're not going to get worse. So I, to me, that they're just, they're going in the wrong direction. Um, there are certain, you know, certain players you, you might, I don't, I, I don't see him moving Charlie Blackman. Um, I, I do see him, uh, you know, potentially looking at, at Desmond, um, uh, maybe even a, a, a Daniel Murphy, depending on what they think of him long-term, but, um, you know, he, he doesn't, he's kind of a weird fit at first base, uh, for that team and, and they have other guys who can play there. So, um, he, to me is the, 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 or those two guys, uh, Desmond and Murphy are the two that I think are the most likely to move, um, but I, I don't know what you get. I mean, just prospects yeah. back because their their pitching is atrocious and and it's no one's going to want to go to pitching. They may have to get pitching via the trade because that's that's they're not going to get free agents to go there anymore. Yeah, maybe Miami can send them a pitcher and they could send the Marlins a hitter. The only question is, uh, Brad, for for a team like Colorado, is what pitcher can actually pitch at altitude there? <laughs> it's just really right, hard. Right. Yeah. I mean, the the sustainability is, and we go through this every year. It's like. 
you know, Aldo Jimenez. Oh, he's great. Oh, he's he's terrible. Uh, Aaron Cook. Oh, he's great. Oh, he's terrible. Jeff Francis. Wow, he's great. No, he's bad. You know, and I think that happened to Freeland this year. You know, just it catches up. You have to get so many swings and misses, and even Marquez has found that out the hard way this year. Okay. Uh, uh, Padres went a little bit all in, as you know. You mentioned Eric Hosmer. He signed with them. Uh, Manny Machado signed with them. They start off the season. Instead of getting that extra year of control, they're bold. They keep Tatis up, and that's worked out. Tatis has been great. But, Brad, uh, the Padres, they're in an interesting spot here. Should they make that trade to try and push harder? Or should they stand pat? Should they sell a couple of uh, uh, free agents? They, they certainly seem like they're in position to compete in the next year or two, but they're in a precarious position to make the postseason this year. So what do you do with the Padres? Yeah, to, so to me, there's a little of both. I think there are a couple of guys you sell you sell from your areas of, of extreme depth, and that's you know number one for the Padres, that's outfield. Um, they've got guys who are desirable in the outfield. They have guys uh, minor league underneath them who are ready, um, who are showing that they are ready. So they they have a lot of depth in the outfield position, but they have to have some starting pitching. They've got to find uh, you know young, controllable starting pitching. There's a little bit out there this year, and and to me, those are the guys you go and add those guys, but not looking for the rest of this year. You're looking toward 2020. Whenever you know you've still got Hosmer at the beginning of this contract, and and Machado at the beginning of his contract, Fernando Tatis Jr. looks like the absolute real deal. Um, you you go in and. While these guys are, are, you have this core offense, you've got to go and get some starting pitching. And that might even mean trading Kirby Yates um, yeah, as good yeah. as he's been out of the bullpen. Um, they're, you know, the Red Sox are like, they don't have a, a great farm system, but they need a reliever. And, you know, I, I, there's reports that they've talked to the Padres at a minimum. Um, perfect fit for, for there if, if they have some starting pitching to send back to the Padres. But that's the only thing to me, if, if, if I'm the Padres, that's the only thing I really go after. They already have the number one farm system. You need guys who are big league ready. And, and I think that that potentially starts, you know, at this trade deadline, you go get that starting pitching and, um, you know, go all in for 2020. Yeah, and, and you make a good point. I mean, Yates is fantastic, okay? He's been probably the best closer in baseball. But the Padres organization has done a really good job finding guys for that role, whether it's Hand or him or Houston Street or uh, Heath Bell. Like, you, you go back and... It seems like they have a closer for a year or two, then they just churn out these closers. Some organizations are good like that, and you wonder if selling high on Yates, if that could get them back a huge prospect. You're right, Brad. I think they got to at least invest. Yeah, and he's got another year of control. So it's it's not like he's a free agent after this year. So, yes, if you're going all in for 2020, maybe you want to have him back next year, but you can get a big haul for him right now, and and I would would lean that way if you could get some starting pitching um, and then just develop, develop some relievers underneath him. Yeah, I mean, that that kid that's throwing 102 or 3 miles an hour, uh, Patino, I, I never heard of him until a couple of weeks ago. I, 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 one of the, I think he is the hardest-throwing pitcher in the major leagues. I don't know if he'd be their closer next year, but, um, yeah, interesting. Okay, uh, over to the American League, then we'll, we'll, we'll dive back into the NL real quick. Uh, give me uh, your best guess on the Angels, Brad. We know that they're not going to catch Houston, but should they stay in this thing for, to try and get the wild card or punt? Yeah, I, I think they stay in it. Um, they're only five games back, and I, I know we mentioned uh, we mentioned that with Colorado's only six back, but Colorado has to jump over five teams, and the Angels only have to get over three, and one of them is in their division, uh, the the A's, who they will be playing a lot of down the stretch. So um, they're you know they're chasing Boston, Tampa Bay, and Cleveland. Um, they're they're only six back at Cleveland for the top wild card spot. So there's 
there is a potential there. You, you don't, you know, you don't know how much uh, productivity you're going to have left out of Pujols, but he's got 15 homers this year. He's hitting 250. Like that's pretty, that's pretty respectable. Yeah. Um, I, I go all in while I've still got some production out of him. You've got Otani Mac now trouts, you know, the absolute man that we talked about earlier. Um, you know, hopefully some, sometime soon they'll get Jonathan Lucroy back. Um, and 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 make a run here. You know they they're they're on an emotional uh, roller coaster after the loss of Tyler Skaggs, and um, they you, you got to think that down the stretch, like they're going to want to do this for him and and show them, give these guys a little boost, show them that you're you're you know going out and and acquiring players at the deadline and and give them a shot to to ride that emotion into the playoffs. All right, uh, we got about thirty seconds to go. Is this just definitive now at this point? The Reds are sellers, Brad. Right? Like, there's just they're not going to be silly with this and, and try and do anything else except get what they can for these one year deal guys, right? Like they have to. They're yeah, they it, right? they have to. They they can't resign all of them. They you know they're playing well enough that they don't. The the Reds they're going to outprice the Reds. So get what you can for them. That was why you brought them in in the first place. Um, and and you know go go ahead uh, look toward the future. Yep, I'm interested to see where Puig ends up. Indeed, if he ends up getting traded, he would definitely be an interesting player, but also a player that some teams will have to be careful about acquiring him, no doubt. But he's been great with Cincinnati. All right, we'll uh, come back. It's time to mix in some fantasy football. Brad Ziegler does baseball and football, so we'll do that coming up next on Fantasy Sports Today. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid, open your new account, and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Are you single? Everyone's single. Is looking for the best.
best date possible? Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. The Morning Line. How about Aaron Boone? Savages absolutely went ballistic. And the poor umpire, this was his fifth game behind the home plate. He looked like a 12-year-old, that umpire, that he was ripping. He talked about how that guy's a great pitcher, these guys are savages. That rant was just absolutely epic. Weekdays, 6 to 7 a.m. Eastern, on the FNTSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Fantasy football season's upon us. Season-long drafts are in full swing. Roto Experts has you covered. NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, including the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings anywhere on the Internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. You can save 10% right now. Go to rotoexperts.com. Use promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with your promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. Welcome back. Craig Mish, Brad Ziegler along for the ride here for this segment as well. As we move from baseball to a little football, why not? Training camps are opening up. The NFL preseason starting next week. Hard knocks, all the fun stuff that people like to get into Uh, I feel like we'll have uh, really all systems go on this next week once everyone's in camp and things are happening and we find out more about who's holding out and who's not. So let's start this thing out. I know, Brad, you're heavily involved in a lot of leagues, best ball leagues, dynasty leagues, uh, the Scott Fishbowl League as well. So let's just throw out the question. Um, And look, this is subject to change, obviously, but if we're going to tout drafting in fantasy right now for football, you're going to have to plant that flag. So let's do it. Is there a player that you won't take in the first round, Brad, that has an ADP of the top 10? I know this is giving away a little bit to your competitors, but we, this is what we do. We got to do it. So tell That's us. all right. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. So, I mean, technically, I kind of throw out guys like Melvin Gordon because his ADP is is declining drastically, even though he's technically still at the 111 spot. Um, I think that's probably, you know, weighted uh, with, with him going a lot higher in early in the offseason. Um, the guy who ha- has just kind of sat around the 110 level that, that is bugging me that he's a first-rounder is Le'Veon Bell. And and it's not that he doesn't have talent, but he's going from a situation in Pittsburgh where he had one of the best run-blocking offensive lines that the NFL has ever seen. And, and his patient running style really fit well there. Um, he was also used heavily in the passing game. Now he's going to the Jets offensive line, uh, who who is not one of the you know, the, the best run blocking lines. Um, he's got a, a second year quarterback who's on the rise, but, but also not an elite guy like Roethlisberger has been. Um, I, I don't like uh, all the risk there, especially when you consider he sat out all last season. Like that's, you just don't know what kind of con, you know, even if he worked out all the time, it's just not the same as game action. And, um, you know, and it, he was fresh the whole time. It wasn't like he was, um, you know, rehabbing an injury. So he's the guy that scares me in the first. Um, I, I'd rather take a guy that that's that's out of the first round right now, um, like a James Conner or even a Juju Smith-Schuster. I'm okay taking Juju in the, at the bottom of the first round uh, because I think he's going to have a big year in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and uh, Juju, I think it should be one of the first wide receivers off the board. Um, 
let's let's kind of you know with training camp starting, and I've been pretty uh, you know vociferous about this. I think that's the word is that I, I'm not getting into football and even thinking about this thing until next week. I got to get through the Major League Baseball trade deadline. This can affect my fantasy teams. It can affect a lot of people's fantasy teams. And so next week will start for me once we hit August. But that being said, I know that you will be paying a lot of attention to training camps opening. What are some of the things or players that you're looking for in either the early part of the preseason or training camp? So, all right, I got a lot of these. So the, the, all right, the take first your time. one to me, all right, the first one to me uh, that – um, really stands out is the Steelers wide receiver battle for the number two wide receiver, whether it's Dante Moncrief or James Washington. They they threw 675 times last year, and, and granted, they're probably going to throw it a little less this year, but they are going to throw it. That's just the nature of the Steelers. And and one of these guys has to step up and be number two to take some heat off of Juju. Um, I know Vance McDonald and, and James Conner and Jalen Samuels will all be used some in the passing game. McDonald, you know, a lot of people are projecting to have a really big breakout year at age 29. Uh, but but Moncrief and Washington are one of those guys is going to step up and be a a weekly fantasy starter and the you know it'll be interesting to see in the preseason kind of who how that pecking order sorts out. Um, move on to the Texans running back situation. Everybody you know we're a full year and a half removed from Deontay Foreman's uh, Achilles injury. Is he finally going to overtake Lamar Miller like everybody thought? They invested in the offensive line with the first round pick this year to try to make their their run game a little better. They're, no one questions their passing game, um, but they didn't bring in a running back at all. Not in the draft, not in free agency, nothing. They, they are actually a team that if, if the Browns decide to move Duke Johnson or if the um, the Chargers decide to move Melvin Gordon. This is a team with a lot of cap space that could absorb those contracts and sign guys long term. Um, it's it'll be interesting to see if if one of these guys steps up and takes that job. If they kind of do a fifty fifty split, or if the Texans go and acquire a running back at, at some point in the preseason. Yeah, let, let me um, uh, let, let me yeah. let me expand on that a little bit. Um, sure. Uh, you know, Foreman is someone who uh, I've liked a lot since college, and I know that he was hurt for the most part last year, and then didn't do much when he came back. Miller won a lot of leagues for people last year because all of a sudden late in the year he had these huge long runs. And then I would ask you this. I mean, is it a possibility, Brad, that LaShawn McCoy would be a good spot for them if Buffalo ended up dumping him because there's a lot of talk that he would. I, I would think that if McCoy went there, he immediately would become kind of the, the one-two punch to Miller. So that, that would be my concern if I, for example, had Foreman. And that'll it'll be interesting to see how you know how that reacts because if if Foreman looks good in the preseason, I, I don't think they go and acquire another running back. But if they have some hesitancy with him, they cannot go into the season with Lamar Miller and a bunch of question marks. When they have a legit contending team, they've got to have some depth there. So they're I think they're going to get somebody somewhere. I just don't know where it's going to come right. from. Yeah, Alfred Blue is he still there? Or is he somewhere else now? Uh, no, he's in Jacksonville now. So they, <laughs> okay. they really don't have anybody else. So. All right. um, so move on to the Redskins running back situation. You know, this has been talked about a lot. Darius Geis, we don't know how healthy he is coming off the, the ACL. He had some setbacks. Um, you know, Adrian Peterson signed a two-year deal this offseason. Obviously, Chris Thompson's the receiving back when he's healthy uh, and dynamic at, at that. But, um, you know, how are the carries going to shake out with Peterson and Geis? I mean, the reports are coming out that, that you know, Peterson is now being sued by a company for defaulting on a loan. So, like, you wonder if, like, is he just basically playing this for a paycheck now? Um, and, and not so much for the love of the game. And and if that's the case, then, I, you know, you give the edge to guys for sure if he's healthy. 
Um, he can be a three down back. He has some receiving capability. Obviously, Peterson does too. Uh, but but if Geis is healthy, like he's a, I mean, he's a dynamic playmaker and and a guy they spend a lot of draft capital on. Um, hopefully at some point we get a chance to see him because we've seen him for one preseason run. And on that run, one run, he looked great, but he, he got hurt after that. And, and right. it just, you know, we, we, we don't know what we've got there. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm a little, similarly. I'm a little worried about Washington and, and, you know, cause just cause they're not going to be good. And also yeah, I think sure. the left, the left tackles holding out, right? Williams, he's really good too. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's a mess. The medical situation and he doesn't like his contract and that one doesn't sound like it's going to get resolved anytime soon. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, the bears running backs, uh, they drafted David, Montgomery this year um a, a, you know pretty good playmaker out of out of Iowa State um but they also prior to the draft signed Mike Davis who has done nothing but have success in Seattle when he got a chance so it'll be interesting to see that one ha- how that one shakes out to me too because Tariq Cohen's definitely the the third down you know red, red or uh third down two-minute offense running back um it, Montgomery they like as a as a, a multi-dimensional skill set um but I I think they like Mike Davis too, and and everybody likes Mike Davis. Has watched him play, and so uh, it'll be interesting to see if if Montgomery can grab that job right away, or if it takes him a little longer to adjust. Yeah, um, it, yeah. Staying staying in that division, uh, this is a big one to me. That the Packers' number two wide receiver, uh, you know, obviously Devontae Adams is an elite talent. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got Marquez Valdez Scantling on the outside and Geronimo Allison in the slot. At least that's the way it looks like right now it, it's going to play. But we've seen when, when they had Jordy Nelson as a number two receiver and, and Randall Cobb in the slot, how they could all, all three receivers could have value with Aaron Rodgers throwing to them. And, and there's, you know, these are guys who are available in the, in the 10th, 11th round of drafts right now that they, they're, you know, I, I, you take your shot knowing that there there's some talent there. The report's coming out that Jamon Moore is struggling with drops again, so I, I don't think he's going to be jumping one of these guys. Uh, basically, Jake Kumaro is the only guy, I think, to to give these guys a, a run for their money for some playing time. And, you know, he's a big red zone threat. He's 6'5", but, but he's not as dynamic as these guys. So it'll be interesting to see how that one shakes out, too. Okay. Well, look, I think a lot of uh, good information there. And certainly, uh, I mean, you don't, when when do you start paying attention to fantasy as it pertains to the preseason? Is it usually just game three for you, or do you or will you look at some of these? I mean, you're in dynasty leagues like me. In fact, we're in the same one, and I guess we'll get a good taste of those kids in game one and game two, right? Yeah, sure. We you'll you'll see game one, game two, and game four. You'll see the rookies play a lot, except for maybe a guy like a Josh Jacobs who they're who the Raiders are, are definitely looking at to be their starter this year. Um, you know, look at a guy like Miles Sanders on the Eagles. I think you're going to see, they're going to test him quite a bit in the in the preseason. They're going to get Jordan Howard uh, a lot of work too because they want to see how these guys shake out and, and what roles they can put him in. Uh, because right now, everybody, no one has any idea. You know, that's another one of those jobs that um, you're not sure what's going to happen in, in Philly, but I always go with the guy with the upside. And, and Miles Sanders has a lot of upside. He's a good athlete. He's a good receiver out of the backfield. Um, and, and if he can get those first and second down carries away from Jordan Howard, then, um, you know, then he could be a really dynamic rookie also. Yeah. It, it'll be interesting because the last year's fantasy running backs, uh, from a rookie perspective was arguably the biggest busted season that we've seen in like 10, 15 years. Usually there's always a great running back from there. And outside of Barkley, it was, uh, Penny was a bust. And Ronald Jones was a bust. I think Freeman, he was okay, but he was overshadowed a lot by Lindsey. So, yeah, we'll, we'll have to keep an eye 
on some of these young rookies and see how they end up doing. And for me, Chris Warren is the guy I want to see with the Raiders. Of course, you know that I have him on yeah, my team. Yeah, I know I you want, do. I want, I want to see him uh, have an impact, <laughs> but you know, we'll see. We'll see. He's more of a downhill type runner, and obviously Jacobs is better. But I, I didn't love Jacobs at Alabama. I'm, I'm not as high on him as some of the other guys, and certainly Alabama's running backs. Uh, don't always pan out, as we've seen with Trent Richardson. Okay, uh, Brett, thank you so much for coming on. As always, we'll talk again next week on uh, uh, hopefully trade deadline day. I think we'll probably do that or the day after that. But thanks again for coming on, and we'll catch up soon, okay? Sounds great. Thanks for having me on. All right, Brad Ziegler, you can follow him on Twitter, at Brad Ziegler, breaking down fantasy football, fantasy baseball. We're going to have to get him into some of the other sports, too, fantasy golf, fantasy NBA, maybe some college fantasy I mean, when you retire, this is what happens. You get you, you go from the reality to the fantasy, and Brad's making that transition with us. Also, you can catch his podcast over at The Athletic. We'll take a quick time out here on the show. Live updates on the games going on right now in baseball, and then we'll have some exit velocity. Turn it over to full-time fantasy coming up at the top of the hour. Fantasy Sports Today continues after just a couple minutes. Don't go away. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. The Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. 
Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish here with you. We've had a uh, stacked show for you guys today for sure. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. And we'll be right back here tomorrow at noon Eastern. And uh, one thing that I did before the show today that I want to play a little bit for you tomorrow because I thought it was a really good interview. So those of you who uh, you may or may not know if you listen to me, I also, uh, even though this show is kind of technically a a podcast, although we do broadcast live, you can download our show, as I've mentioned many times, on iTunes or Stitcher, audioboom.com, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. I'm still waiting to get an update on some of the the names that I haven't mentioned yet, but it hasn't happened, so maybe that's the the primary ones. So uh, the other thing that I do, one of many things, TV, radio, uh, is is I have a podcast called Swings and Mishes, M-I-S-H-E-S, that focuses primarily on the doings of the Miami Marlins organization. And earlier today, we recorded a podcast that was just launched there as well, and I had a chance to interview former outfielder John Cangelosi, who played for more than 10 years in the majors with the White Sox, the Pirates, the Marlins, even the Rockies. And uh, the interview was so good that what we're going to do is I'm going to, on tomorrow's show, I mean, it was really long. We must have talked for like 35 minutes. But on tomorrow's show, we're uh, we're going to pull the best like 10, 15 minutes of that. And, uh, and Sean will get that ready for us, and we'll have that on tomorrow's show. So even though it doesn't really pertain to fantasy as much, it's just sometimes when I do an interview, I really want to highlight it because I think it was fun. And he had so many good things to say about players. And, and, and Cangelosi was not ever going to be on somebody's fantasy roster for the most part. But he did play with Barry Bonds, Bobby Bonilla, Moises Alou, Kevin Brown, Rob Nen, a lot of great players in the history of the game. What a World Series with the Marlins in 97. So on tomorrow's show, we'll have that for you. Either 1240, 140, we'll get that, that sorted out. And we'll let you know on social media how you can hear it or where you can hear it. But we just launched that uh, about 40 minutes ago. You can, you can hear it right now on iTunes if you download my podcast, an actual podcast, not live, on uh, on uh, Twitter, iTunes, Google Play, however you, you listen to your podcast there. Okay, so... We have live games going on right now. Unfortunately for me, not a lot happening in the games. That's always the unfortunate part of it. But let's give you some updates. And uh, we got a 3-2 to two game going on right now in, in St. Petersburg between the Rays and the Red Sox. Uh, Rays, Charlie Morton, five innings, two earned runs, seven strikeouts. It's David Price, four and a third, three earned runs, and seven strikeouts. Tommy Pham has hit his 16th home run of the season 
for the Rays. Uh, Joey Wendell also has a hit and a run driven in. And on the side of Boston, Raphael Devers just continues to rake. This guy has had a fantastic year for them. He's one for two with two runs driven in. Devers hitting 323 on the season and already 79 runs driven in. So uh, that game probably will be over in about 45 minutes to an hour from now. And I'll be monitoring it as soon as this show is over. Also, Rockies and Nationals playing the first of two games today with game one underway. No score right now in the bottom of the second inning. Eric Fetty, two shutout innings so far. John Gray's in a little trouble here in the bottom of the second. He has a runner on third, but all things being equal so far, so good for him also. David Dahl and Ryan McMahon have hits in this one. Matt Adams has a hit for the Nationals. No score right now in Washington. Bottom of the second inning, Philadelphia and Detroit. No score in that one. Vince Velasquez, three strikeouts in an inning and two-thirds. Jordan Zimmerman, two innings pitched, two shutout innings. The only hits for Philly so far today. Off the bat of Reese Hoskins, who had a triple but did not score, and Michael Frankel also had a hit, and the rest of the games are going to be later today, and when we come back on our show tomorrow, we will uh, update them for you. In terms of some ads for this week, I'm going to give you a couple of guys who I think that you could look at, maybe decide to pick up in, in some of these deeper leagues. If the Los Angeles Dodgers weren't having the season that they were having, chasing down yet another NL pennant in a World Series. Would they have already called up their AAA star, Gavin Lux, at shortstop? Has anybody stopped to see what this kid has done so far this year in AA and AAA? If not, let me tell you. At AA, Lux played 64 games, hit 13 home runs and 37 runs driven in. His OBP was 375. He also stole seven bases. And they immediately called him up to AAA in Oklahoma City. And usually that's the pretty good indication as to whether or not a player is ready to make it to the big leagues at that point. You start off AA, you go to AAA, then you get the call later on in the season. Let me give you these numbers as to what Lux has done in 19 games. It's staggering. He's got 20 extra base hits in 19 games. So obviously that pace is for 162. That's not happening. Nine doubles, three triples, eight home runs, 26 runs driven in in 19 games. It is the Pacific Coast League. It's a league that's hitter-friendly. He's hitting 481 in 19 games. 548 OBP and OPS. I've never even seen a number this high. 1.511. I think at the very least in NL-only leagues and maybe 15-team mixed leagues, you would consider picking him up. I, I don't know where he would play. I don't know how he would play. But I think L.A. has to try and 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 find some spot to see if he can help them. I, 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 I just, I, how can you allow this to happen? They have, they have so many good quality players in L.A. and they keep calling these guys up, but you're going to sit Muncie? No. You're going to sit Justin Turner? No. There's not a there's not really a a spot for him, but I think L.A. has to consider it at this point. You, you're chasing down a World Series. You want the best players in your organization there. Lux, no doubt, is one of those guys. So maybe he gets the call in September. If so, then 
no reason to rush, but if if there's some discussion about him getting called up in August, then you have to make that move, I think. Another player to keep an eye on, I think he'll get called up maybe late next week or the week after that, is Isan Diaz of the Miami Marlins. Now, you guys know by now I have a pretty good beat on what happens with things going on in Miami. And Diaz is the kind of kid that is having an historical season in terms of home runs. He's got 24 already in the minors at AAA. And the reason why he is so valuable is very similar to Lux is that he's a middle infielder. And whenever you can get that kind of power, you got to jump on it. Now, I'm seeing in some leagues that I own him that he's qualifying at short and not second. So you may have to wait for some additional eligibility to get him to qualify second. But as far as I'm concerned, he's a second baseman with Miami. And uh, they still have Starling Castro there. And they'll try to move him by the deadline. I'm not really sure what happens if they're not able to uh, essentially give him to another team. But my guess is uh, Diaz is going to get a minimum of 100 plate appearances between now and the end of the season. And that could help you out, especially in one of those head-to-head leagues that you're trying to control things down the stretch. Maybe you have an injury to somebody. We've talked about uh, maybe a utility spot or Kiermaier being out. Whenever you have an injury of some kind and you're able to predict the future on a player that may come up, that's uh, definitely what you got to do. Other kind of news and notes here from baseball a little bit. Uh, John Lester of the Chicago Cubs was supposed to start today, but he has an illness. So whether it is Vegas or DFS or fantasy, make sure you get, uh, I mean, depending on if you bet pitchers, I'm not sure. But John Lester's not pitching. Tyler Chatwood is pitching uh, today. So make sure you note that for sure as they play the Giants. And we know how well the Giants have played and. Chatwood really has been ineffective over the last couple of years. Ironically, Chatwood's been better as a bullpen guy than he has as a starter. He was just walking the park all of last year, but he's owed a lot of money. I don't think that he's going anywhere. Uh, Joey Gallo of the Texas Rangers was removed yesterday with wrist discomfort. Today, Chris Woodward says that he's going to need an MRI. If so, then Willie Calhoun gets recalled. Danny Santana's playing center field for them today. Gallo... Is uh, It's been a little bit uh, hit by the injury bug this season. I think we probably drafted him counting on 35 form runs, and uh, certainly that's got to be in question if he goes back on the injured list again. Uh, no Domingo Santana for Seattle today. That definitely is a bummer. He's got an MRI coming also on his elbow. We don't really know what's happening yet. Uh, Chris Negron is starting for him. This would also seem to uh, pour a bucket of water on his trade value. Domingo Santana would have been one of those guys that if you needed a power bat under a little bit of control, I would have grabbed him. Now I think you have to wonder if that indeed would happen, so we'll end up seeing with him. And uh, ESPN is reporting today, Jeff Passan, that the Mets are open to trading Edwin Diaz, and uh, he's under team control through 2022, but this guy just does not look like the same guy. Uh, as last year or even the year before. I have no idea what they could even get back in, in return for Edwin Diaz. He's just been ineffective. And remember, this would be a sell low of all time. The Mets traded Justin Dunn, Jared Kaletic, 
their two first-round picks from the last two years or last three years to get Robinson Cano and get Edwin Diaz, and it didn't work out. And now you're just going to all of a sudden punt that idea and and try and you know re, you know rebuild. I guess I don't know what the Mets' plan really is. At this point, do the Mets just have to chalk this up and say next year we're not going to be as good as the Phillies, the Nationals? I don't know. It was a strange kind of off season for them, where they you know they get a new general manager, and of course Brody Van Wagen and what he's got to do is sell the fan base on we're trying. I don't blame him. I, I think that he probably went about it the right way in terms of attempt, but the execution on getting Cano and Diaz. Why would anybody trade for a high-end closer? I, I mean, do people not learn their lesson year after year with this? And now Diaz has struggled so much that if they think that they're going to get some crazy return on him, I, I would say this. If I am the Mets, I think I probably just hold Hope that Diaz next year is a lot better than he was this year. And then, you know, go back and make the same trade next year. But you got to be nuts trading your first-round pick, Kalenic, trading your first-round pick, Dunn. I saw Dunn pitch at, I believe it was Boston College a couple of years ago. He looked like an ace to me. Mortgaging the future for the present with a closer and Robinson Cano. Didn't really feel great at the time and definitely has not played out that way. That is for sure. All right, so coming up next, we'll do a little exit velocity before we get out of here on this Tuesday. Full-time fantasy, by the way, coming up at the top of the hour, 2 o'clock Eastern. They have uh, everything going on for you for the next two hours. And uh, you can always catch us on demand 24-7. Just download us on iTunes. Go to FNTSY Radio, FantasySportsNetwork.com. We get this up and running as soon as the show's over. You can listen on demand within an hour or two of the show ending. And catch us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You don't have to wait. You can just do it right away. It's what I like to do later on when I'm done. Go back and listen and say, wow, was it a good show or not? Hopefully today was one of the good ones. (laughs) We'll hit the uh, timeout button real quick. We'll be back with some exit velocity right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Craig Mish. FST rolls on in just a couple minutes. Don't go away. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800-869-5446 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now. 
Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. They need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today as we get ready to wrap things up on this Wednesday. Quick note here in baseball, activated off the injured list, Wilson Contreras, so you can get him back in your lineups. That's good news. And, uh, wow, the Cubs uh, sent down Addison Russell, so... Russell made some mistakes in the field and I think ran home on a play one time. And look, uh, at this point, is anybody rooting for Addison Russell based on everything that's gone on with him? And in uh, all of the allegations and everything that's happened with his uh, domestic violence, is anybody really rooting for him to come back and succeed? It's a, it's a tough one. And um, honestly... I don't see any future with him with the Cubs. I don't know that he has any future in baseball, honestly. He's got to get his uh, his life together and certainly owes a lot of apologies for what that guy has done in the past. No question about that. All right, let's end up the show with uh, the way that we always do. Here on this Wednesday, we end it with a little exit velocity. I feel the need. The need for speed. Ow! Exit velocity. velocity all right we'll end with a little exit velocity here on the show and look this is the hard part of of fantasy football but i'm hopeful in the next couple days that things start to get sorted out boy are these holdouts annoying or what right like how are we supposed to consciously give fantasy football analysis updates without knowing what's going to happen with Melvin Gordon, without knowing what's going to happen with Ezekiel Elliott, and and maybe even other players. We haven't even hit the full training camps until tomorrow. 
And then once we get there, I think it becomes a little bit easier, but not knowing is definitely the hardest part. That's why I've talked about for many years, hard for me to engage in any fantasy draft of any kind without having as much data, information, and knowledge as I can, which is why I'm waiting. Although it does look like the Raz Bowl starts up on Monday, so I'll have to make my decision there in the NFBC. All right, that will do it for the show. Thanks again, everybody. Listen, thanks to everybody for participating in our voting today on our You Make the Call. Uh, thanks again to Brad Ziegler for coming on the show and, of course, Gray Albright of Raz Ball. Thanks to Sean for producing once again. I will talk to you guys tomorrow at noon Eastern. Full-time fantasy is next. I look forward to another fun show on Thursday. And until then, have yourself a great night, and I'll talk to you tomorrow at noon. See ya. See ya.